This is episode 23 with Linnea Koala. We talk about nutrition, how to feel good about yourself, and Linnea also challenges us with a habit that we can all implement into our routines. Welcome to 8 Billion Gifts. This is your host Sohil, a footballer, creative, and student. On this show, we talk to all kinds of people to discover their stories, their mindset, and their unique gift. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Today, I am joined by Linnea. And before we get into the podcast, I just wanted to take a moment to wish you all happy holidays and also a healthy and safe end to 2020 and moving into this new year. I really hope you enjoy this time. And today will be interesting because with Linnea, we'll be talking about a lot of different tools and tips that you can use to to optimize the start of your new year. So today I'm here with Linnea, who is a licensed nutritionist and personal coach who enjoys helping people transform into their healthiest version. Her goal is to optimize key areas of life, like your thoughts, your nutrition, and your movement routines to result in a healthier body and mind. Linnea has had her own personal transformation and is now on a mission to share those tools with the world. Linnea, happy holidays. How are you? I'm so well. How are you? I'm doing great. It's so awesome to have you here. Do you have any plans for the holidays? So I am getting a lot of clients enrolled now who are interested in starting um, January 1st as well as who are starting now. I think collectively a lot of people are understanding every day more and more how important staying healthy is. So I'm quite busy right now actually with getting people started, getting people ready, as well as a program, which I'm launching January 1st. So I'll be doing a lot of work in that and on that and enjoying the holidays myself. Nice. That's good to hear. The end of the year is a really good opportunity to prepare for 2021 and kind of reflect on the experiences like we've all had into into the different buckets of I know you focus on like nutrition, you focus on exercise. And I feel like it's a it's a good opportunity for people to create a lot of momentum. So it seems like you're going to try and help people do that right as they move into the new new year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I do. So setting people up with a structure that allows them to execute and commit to their goals, their vision and holding them to that. Awesome. So we'll talk more about transformation, nutrition, and then also some habits and tools that people can use. But before that, let's get everyone to know a little bit more about you. So quickly share with us a little bit about you growing up and then how you got to the point you're at right now in your life. Um, If we haven't met, for those of us who haven't met, my name is Linnea. I grew up in Kingston. I was born in Toronto. I have two beautiful sisters and a mom who just got married, but growing up as a single mom, I had a very fortunate childhood with a lot of love. And I also was very fortunate to see kind of the struggles which my mom went through and be born in a family of fighters. My mom is a pol- was a politician and she fought for people growing up all her life, fighting for people who um, were not, are in tough situations or who were not given uh, the tools that people who are privileged enough to, uh, to have been given them do. So, um, and then before that, she grew up with um, a father who's a Holocaust survivor. Um, I was able to see the world from those lenses 
understand how blessed I am and then move through um, my childhood in that way up until my adulthood where I um, I tried to do some university. I was interested in politics and how the world works. So I joined Ottawa U for political science. And um, even though that gut feeling, that was not for me, but there are no mistakes, I believe. And that just led me to the next thing, which was cutting hair for people. I loved people. I loved to make them feel good. So I became a barber and I cut men's hair for men's and women's for four years. Um, Throughout that time, I was diving into the world of meditation and spirituality and following the teachers of Abraham Hicks and Gabrielle Bernstein and getting to know the laws of the universe. So I call it university of life is kind of what I feel like I've been putting myself through over my adulthood. Um, So cutting hair, getting to know a bunch of people, understanding different people's perspectives through life and diving into um, this world on my own time, which led me to yoga training in 2018. So I went to Bali to learn how to be a yoga teacher. I worked at Lululemon two years ago and I'm actually back there now part-time. And I've been so lucky to be blessed with their leadership training and um, did a few more yoga trainings as well as nutrition and fitness. So a big passion of mine is feeling good. And I believe that if you feel good and to take care of your physical body, you look good. And if you look good, you feel good. And so this right now is my gift to the world, which has brought me to my most current career, which is coaching. And I get to teach people these incredible tools that I've picked up along the way um, from childhood really till now and allow them to step into exactly who they see themselves as. That's my, that's my life, the history of my life up until now. Nice. It's interesting how you've had experience in so many diverse fields. I feel like through that, it's probably given you a greater perspective on how to now be able to coach people in different situations alongside with you growing up and your mom being in the political field fighting for people and your dad as well. And, you know, all those experiences definitely build a strong character and get you to open up and have a greater perspective, which helps a lot with transforming and wanting to get to a new place. So... Right now you're coaching a lot of people, you're helping them with transformation. I know for myself, one of the most fulfilling things is seeing the transformation of going from a place that was the old you to having these goals and these dreams of wanting to turn into a better version of yourself, whether that be your diet, your exercise, your relationships, and then seeing that progress. And just being able to help someone accomplish that is is so fulfilling so how has that been for you seeing people's transformation so so amazing I'm so blessed to be stepped like to be in this role um and seeing it it's so multi-dimensional food and training and seeing seeing the physical effects are wild what proper nutrition does for the body and how much our bodies want to be healthy I teach a premise of like our bodies our souls our mind they want to function this way and we just have to remove the blocks with the food and the training it 
aligns very easily. And then you get to experience yourself on so many different ways. So you're faced with things that maybe you were covering up with being stimulated by food all the time. And once you, you know, organize the food part in a certain way that serves you very, very well, you get to move through the part that maybe you weren't listening to. So for me, it's a lot about listening and um, the connection piece to who you really are. So it's been, it's been wild. And I'm so, so grateful. We've had women in my space who have left four-year relationships that weren't serving them. We've had massive transformation within careers and life and um, strengthened connection to spirit across the board. Um, So I teach a lot of meditation. We have a private Facebook group and a lot of my favorite meditations and breathwork practices and tips and tricks are in there. But really the the strength and connection between my clients and spirit is mind-blowing. Yeah, it's interesting how multidimensional transformation is and how all these different aspects influence each other. You mentioned something great about removing the blocks. An example of that is diet, for example. People use certain foods to get away from their problems or to get away from a greater root cause that they should really be solving. So what have you noticed are some common themes of those blocks being in people's lives? And then what are the steps they can take to remove those blocks and get to the root cause of those problems to then transform into a better version of themselves? I love that question. So for everyone, it's different. Definitely some themes I've noticed and definitely been through myself are either, well, in the first layer, a lot of it is a physical addiction, a physical addiction to cheese or sugar or something that, that because we've been abusing it for a long time, our body needs it. Another one I think is that's just a general theme is we are made to feel full feel full on many levels of our life. And it's not just our full in our stomach and satisfied in our mouths, but full in a rich life. And we tend to eat to feel full when we really need to be looking at our lives and looking at where we are maybe not full in our life, whether it be um, something that is not serving us, a relationship that's not serving us, fulfilling us, really, truly filling us, um, and then taking the steps to create that life for ourselves and do it in the most honest and integral way possible. Looking at your entire life and seeing where, where there is, if any, a lack in fullness. Also, a lot of us are, not, not many of us are taught actually how to eat and some of us are taught the opposite. We're taught damaging things around food. For example, maybe your your parent is against pasta for some reason and doesn't want to encourage you to have pasta and like makes remarks about you ordering pasta when you're out for dinner or what have you. Um, so there's shame and there's guilt around how we were brought up. Um, and then in some families, um, also there's a lack of abundance mindset. So eating in all these different ways um, where I truly feel that putting ourselves on a food plan of exactly what is going to serve your body, your unique body, 
solve so much because you know the amount to buy, you know the amount to eat that is going to have your muscles thriving. It's going to have your brain sharp. It's going to have your organs covered. It might not stimulate you all the time, but then you get to also look into the parts of you that need to be stimulated and why and when. So for everyone, it's different to answer your question. It's so different. And this structure that I live by and teach is one that allows you to still eat intuitively, but know what you're putting in so that you know the difference between how you like how we track it is how we feel because that's the only way to track it. And then if you want to get meticulous about how you look, I think that's fun too. We can definitely do that, but tracking how you feel you feel and you perform in your everyday life. So long answer, but there you have it. Yeah. I think the difficult part is becoming aware of how you feel based on what you're eating. There's a lot of people that are in their routines of, of what they eat. And oftentimes those foods aren't serving their best possible moods or them feeling the best possible way. And it's difficult once you've done it for many years. It's difficult to get out of that pattern once you're eating processed foods, once you're eating a lot of takeout. And you almost get into an autopilot mode where you're used to it, so you just keep doing it. So if someone is struggling with changing their diet, they've become aware of, hey, I'm not feeling that great, but they've just been used to it for so long. Like it's just been months and years that they've been eating the same foods that aren't the best for them. What steps can they take to start eating healthier? Like what are some micro steps that people can take to start eating healthier? Because I know things like a set diet might scare some people off and it's hard to keep consistent with that. So through your experience, what have you found works for people to start making that transition and take those small steps? Small steps that I can tell you to jump on right away before committing to anything big or scary would be think of food as the least processed, the better. So an aim for, and we all know, right? Like you may not have any idea how much you're supposed to eat yet or when to eat or all these kind of bigger jumps, but you know that anything processed is not good for you. And if you can make your choices intuitively one step better every day, just have one less, one less processed thing a day and maybe replace it like for like for something from the earth. So have an apple, have an orange, move on to some fresh veggies. And then slowly your meals might start to look a little bit different. They might have a protein source, a micronutrient source. So greens or vegetables um, and a carb source. So things like sweet potato or rice. But I like to think, I like to teach a, a whole food diet. So a singular food item. So oatmeal, one, one ingredient, one that's one thing from the ground. Before diving any deeper, just do one, one small, one small thing better than yesterday, every day. I like how you kept it simple. Just look out for the less processed foods. Diet is very, and nutrition is very complicated, but to begin, I think we need to start with those simple bits of information that people can start to act on and eating one less processed food a day seems like a very easy step that you can take. 
And it seems like something that you can always signal right before you eat a food. You can just make that note to yourself. Well, is this a badly processed food? Can I leave it out today? Is there like one item that I can leave out today? And if you can start making those steps over time, I think you will lead to a healthier diet. I I know for myself, it was very similar. And by no means do I eat perfectly, but I am starting to eat a lot more whole foods and less processed foods. And it wasn't like a day or two days I all of a sudden changed. It was day by day, I started cutting out certain things. And now it's funny. I don't know if you're the same, but if I eat those foods, I don't find them tasty anymore. It's my taste buds have changed completely. And I think it's just over time, you get used to it by cutting out one thing at a time. Yes, yes. And um, for me, I've been on many ends of the eating spectrum um, simply because I was not taught this specific way. And I believe that this specific way is so helpful for a lot of people, but specifically women, um, because it helps, I mean, women and men really, but like women, I feel like in this world, we go through a lot when it comes to food, Um, whether it be restricting because we want to look a certain way or whatever it may be, knowing that we really do not have to do that. Like we have to focus on what we put in. Um, But if you are starting on your journey of choosing one less kind of thing that you know is not serving you a day, I want to tell you something that helps me on my journey, which is you don't need to have, it will be there tomorrow. And like, you don't need to have it all right now and you don't need to finish it. And there's always going to be more. And it's just, these pleasure sensors that if you tell yourself you want to spread them out over the course of your life, it will, you will be rewarded so much. And I refer to it like orgasms. Like you do not want to have all your orgasms right now, all today, done forever. You want to have them periodically and magically along the course of your life in a beautiful way. Yeah. Interesting concept. And so what are some examples that you can give to people right away of some, I know you mentioned oatmeal earlier that are, that is a whole food. What are some whole foods that maybe are your personal favorites that you're consuming a lot and that people can start to think about in their own daily diet? So I'm massive on things like cucumber and radishes and celery, snap peas and things that are fresh and crispy. And then I always have things that are dark and leafy to to cook up with my meals. And then carbs, oatmeal, sweet potato, normal potato, rice, always having those ready, good to go, because this is what keeps our brain sharp. And then protein to support our muscles. So however you like to get your protein, whether it be from a clean pea protein powder or an animal protein, um, I love shopping at Bear Brook Farms. And this is where I get my protein from. I'll buy things like turkey bacon and chicken sausages that have like mango in it. And they have a bunch of hormone-free, better raised, better killed animals um, to buy from. So local places fulfill me and feel like I'm having a better impact on the environment as well. Nice. That's a good diverse list. So as we're finishing up this crazy year that it's been for all of us, what message do you have for people who want to make 2021 the best year they've had in every bucket of their life? So that can be transforming their bodies, their minds, 
their relationships, their work life, what should they be thinking about? What message would you have for them transitioning into this new year? Start now. Like whatever, whatever it may be, you know, body, nutrition, fitness, starting your own business, whatever, whatever is being asked of you to come through, just do it. Don't, we don't have time to waste. Your voice is needed. Your best self is so, so needed here. Not only because of the positive ripples that are going to be coming out of what you are truly here to be, do, have, and deliver, but also because it gives people in your circle positive vibrations because you are radiating your service and it gives people in your circle permission to go after their dreams too. So we need people to just start right away with whatever it is and, and do the hard things, small, hard things that are going to move you forward. And it won't be comfortable, but you'll know in your gut, in your womb that like, this is what I need to do and um, follow it and trust it and enjoy every moment because it's not always about getting somewhere. It's right about, it's right here. It's right now. Yes. Enjoying the process of whatever it is you're trying to do is, is so important. And I like the, the start now. That's so important. Tackling some of the difficult things that you may have in front of that path you're trying to get through right now, just tackling them one at a time and tackling them right now and starting with the small tasks and then building up because as soon as you build that momentum, what you'll notice is all of a sudden you can start accomplishing those bigger tasks that earlier you thought were so big and, and may have taken a lot more. Every day celebrate. It's just building momentum and building momentum and like thinking of your actions as snowball. And I, I love, I love that you use that word. That's exactly what, what is created when you just do one foot in front of the other towards your dreams, towards what you want. What you want is we live in a universe where our feelings are our guidance system. We're given our feelings for a reason, our responsibility to go after what feels right, what feels good. Yeah, I like that. Lena, what are some habits and tools that you're currently using that are helping you get closer to your goals and what it is that you want to achieve? So um, breath work, 100%. I've started up again. This is a practice that I found on YouTube. It's the Wim Hof breathing method, but there's tons um, and it's all dependent on what you need. But if you just Google, sorry, YouTube search Wim Hof breathing technique, you'll find the one that I'm currently using. Feeding my mind with positive things, positive and healthy things. Constantly um, having audiobooks of thought leaders. So um, when I'm listening to for like the third time is the divine or the law of divine compensation by Miriam Wilkinson. I think her last name is, I'll have to confirm that, but the law of divine compensation is fantastic. And it's basically around the laws that everything coming from what you're saying, intention and action will be rewarded. And it's all about changing the way that you think. Um, so yeah, I feed my mind with good brain food. I feed my body with good food and um, breath work right now are really, really dialed in. Nice. Those are some very useful habits. Let's throw out a challenge for everyone listening right now to take on for, let's say the next three days. For them to implement a habit or a tool that can help them 
live more productive and live more happier and and get closer to their goals. What's a challenge that you'd like to throw out right now, Linnea, that everyone listening should try out for the next three days? Challenge of the next three days is really simple and it's going to be get outside, get in nature, go for a walk. Doesn't matter how cold it is, bundle up and do it. Um, Can be five minutes, 10 minutes, half hour. Move your legs, do some deep breathing, set some time aside for some deep breathing and just drink so much water and eat a lot of vibrant foods. So whatever that means to you, let's focus on some food over the next three days. Let's focus on some deep breathing, intentional deep breathing and getting outside. I believe that human beings, we want to be productive and that if these things are all taken care of, the creativity flows and the action starts popping off. I like that. Getting outside and reconnecting with nature, I think is something we all need Mm -hmm. during this time where we're all on our screens and we're all at home uh, throughout the day. Getting outside and just reconnecting, doing some breath work, becoming more intentional, that's a good challenge that I think could help a lot of people. So if you're going to take on the challenge, let us know. We'd love to hear what you thought of the challenge. Linnea, let's finish off with some fun questions. So if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Bali, 100%. When you meditate, what thoughts usually take up your mind? Mm, It's different for all the themes that are coming through my life, but I think more and more I'm coming back to it's all connected. You're divinely protected. And the only thing that matters is you understanding that that you take care of yourself everything aligns all the people around you align and being in this untouchable state of calm is where is where your power lies what do you enjoy doing for fun i love i love eating i love listening to fun things audiobooks um workshops on bettering myself I love connecting. I'm always on Instagram, connecting with people, um, hanging out with people just in my life and teaching, teaching health and fitness. So getting everyone in my life outside, moving and eating well is kind of like what I do for fun, honestly. (laughs) That's good. And if you had to come up with a vision right now, or if you already have one, where do you see yourself in five years? Somewhere where with a beach for sure possibly Bali vision for myself for five years. So I'm actually getting into a partnership with my sister over a movement that we're starting uh, very soon, which maybe we'll do another podcast for, but um, diving into a really big project with her, which is so exciting. And I'm so excited to share a little bit more about that when the time comes, but really just elevating the world to greatness wherever I am and my own world to greatness as well. That's amazing. I'm excited to see that. And Linnea, what is your unique gift? Connection. I believe for sure. Linnea, where can we connect with you? Where can people find out more about you and stay tuned with all of the exciting projects you have coming up? You can find me on Instagram at Linnea Koala, L-I-N-N-A-E-A-K-I-W-A-L-A. Um, that's me. I'm always on there. And then everything that I'm doing will be linked through there. So 
send me a message, say what's up, give me a follow. I'm so excited to connect with you. Awesome. Linnea, thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much for having me. Chat soon. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the 8 Billion Gifts podcast. Check out the links in the description if you are looking to get connected with this week's guest. This is a great platform to expand your network, connect with people who come on, and to learn something new at the same time. Stay tuned for next week's episode featuring a new story and mindset. In the meantime, keep learning, keep growing, and have an amazing day.